We are combing New York City, again, getting folks to come to our website and to apply for funding to do projects that improve their neighborhood. Anything from planting a garden, but then also planting ideas in young minds by having youthpreneurs that are coming up with their own business ideas and creating their own businesses. Good morning, this is Epicenter NYC. We connect our communities to news, information, and each other. I'm Andrea Pineda Salgado. While New York City has built and funded resources for our neighbors that need assistance, for many people, it's still not enough. As a result, we often see nonprofits, groups of like-minded volunteers, or simply friendly neighbors fill in the gaps where city, state, or federal help is lacking. And groups like Citizens NYC aim to do just that, fill in the gaps. They empower community leaders who are already on the front lines of change in their own neighborhoods to do more. Today, I talk with Dr. Rasan Harris, who is the CEO of Citizens NYC, as well as David Tannis, the founder of the Showing Hearts Foundation. The Showing Hearts Foundation received a grant from Citizens NYC to continue to focus on their work around youth economic development and community outreach. We're also joined by 14-year-old Liana Lucas. Liana is one of Showing Hearts youthpreneurs. She'll talk about what she learned from the foundation and the gaps that she sees in her own community. Before we begin, a quick message from our friends and sponsors at McKinsey & Company. Find out about the biggest ideas in business on McKinsey's Insights app, where you can listen to podcasts like our flagship show, The McKinsey Podcast. We're so not tuned in to the dynamic going on for the current employees. What matters to them most? Or watch our author talk series featuring law professor Dorothy A. Brown. 60% of Black college students don't graduate. And when I came across that statistic, I got so depressed and read lots of articles about, for example, The Next Normal, where you can learn about the coronavirus's latest impact on business. To hear, see, and read more, download McKinsey's Insights app now. Now, back to the show. Here's my conversation with Rasan, David, and Liana. So good afternoon. I am Dr. Rasan Harris. I have the honor and privilege of being the CEO of Citizens Committee for New York City. We provide resources for community members to do amazing projects to improve their community. As for me, besides being hoarse right now, I am a PhD from the New School University and I got to do my dissertation on understanding Black philanthropy. So that's who I am besides being a Harlemite right now. I've been in Harlem since the late 90s and just really honored to serve. Good afternoon. My name is David Tannis. I am the executive director of the Showing Hearts Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization mission to educate, empower, and uplift underserved communities through organizational support, youth economic development, and community outreach. Our organization, with the support of the Citizens Committee um, and receiving the All-In Neighborhood Grant, we was able to fund our Youthpreneur Program 
uh, which teaches uh, young people ages 13 to 18 the entrepreneurial mindset. And then we also teach them financial literacy, public speaking, branding, marketing. And we try to make sure we connect our teams to strategic mentors. Um, I'm Queens, born and raised. <laughs> um, you know, Jamaica, Queens, born and raised. Grew up here, lived here all my life. Growing up, identified that there were a lot of mentoring programs out growing up. There were a lot of opportunities, but there wasn't a lot of strategic opportunities, right? So that's kind of how I grew up, you know, kind of my my drive behind forming the Schoenhars Foundation, drive behind starting the Youthpreneur Program, you know, be the change you want to see in the world, right? So that that's really the big push behind it. Thank you. I'm also Queens born and raised. I'm from Corona, so representing Queens. But yeah, um, Liana, you can go next. I'm also from Queens. <laughs> I'm Liana Lucas. Uh, I was a member of the Youth Manure Program uh, with the Showing Hearts Foundation. I am 14, freshman in high school. I was also part of the uh, summit program where I got, well, the summit, one day summit where I got to um, share and pitch my business idea, which I crafted while in the Youth Manure Program. I think a youth manure is uh, someone who is an entrepreneur. And by that, I mean like someone who wants to not only just start their own business, but who wants to like lead things and who wants to lead others and benefit others with their own ideas, whether that be in a business or in a community. I just want to highlight, you know, Leanna, she, she mentions that she pitched her business uh, and she's failing to say that she won the Youthpreneur Summit <laughs> um, through pitching her business at 14 phenomenal uh, young, our youthpreneur. But again, Andre, I know we're going to get into it in the conversation, but I just wanted to make sure I highlight that as well. Awesome. Well, yeah, so that our like listeners can have a little bit more context. Um, Dr. Hassan, can you explain a little bit more about how Citizen NYC gives grants and how people apply, things like that? Simply put, 1975, the fiscal crisis in New York City, budgets, for basic things like sanitation and and school were in disarray. And it was in that environment that our founder, our founders, they got together with their friends and they decided that they were going to roll up their sleeves to improve their communities. And it was that spirit that Citizens Committee was born. Interestingly enough, I became the CEO March 2020, and not so different circumstances of crisis, circumstances where no budgets are in flux, you have the uh, coronavirus, you have the racial reckoning soon thereafter of George Floyd's uh, murder and folks trying to figure out how we can all be seen and live together. And we're just doing the same work. We are combing New York City, again, getting folks to come to our website and to apply for funding to do projects that improve their neighborhood. Anything from planting a garden, but then also planting ideas in young minds by having youthpreneurs that are coming up with their own business ideas and creating their own businesses. Average size of our grants are $3,000, and it's for small initiatives when we talked about the neighborhood business, having 10 employees or less. When we're talking about organizations, and I say that with air quotes, 
is because you don't even need a 501c3 tax designation documentation to get a grant from us. You just need to be people who are working together to do good and have a budget that is under $150,000. So Mr. Tennis, would you mind telling me how you found out about Citizens in NYC and what, how your foundation was like before receiving the grant and then after? We created a, a, a co-working community for startup and growing organizations, right? So this is just a, a space, a safe space where uh, grassroots nonprofits or just individuals with ideas come together, share resources, share support, share experiences, et cetera. Um, and I want to say a good number of those organizations are part of this co-working community has received some funding from Citizens NYC at some point, right? Because they just had these ideas. They had this vision of changing the world or changing their community, you know, from community gardens to encouraging teens to eat better, to um, health education projects, so mentoring projects, to um Community fridges, which is a big thing that popped up during the pandemic. Uh, but on Sean Hart's uh, front, as we grew our, our organization, you know, I took a step back and I was like, what didn't I have when I was growing up? And I have a, a heavy entrepreneurial mindset. And I realized, well, what I didn't have was somebody that looked like me or somebody that is where I want to be investing back into me. So that's why we, we took a step back and we said, you know what, let's create the Youthpreneur Program. Let's create our Youthpreneur Summits and let's allow these programs to be just that, where we could bring in kids all throughout the boroughs, throughout Southeast Queens, throughout wherever that are interested in the entrepreneurial mindset, to Leanna's point, and, and just want to know what the entrepreneurs, what entrepreneurship is, right? You don't have to have a business per se. You just have to have a willingness to lead. Uh, we, we just want to allow our teens to see people that look like them to, in, in different spaces, different fields, right? So within this, this program, is, is we want to make sure that we could kind of identify and do these needs assessments, indirect needs assessments to figure out um, where are these gaps? Where are these, these occupations? Where are these industries that our young people are, are extremely passionate about? And how can we fill those gaps? How can we connect those dots? How can we bring people that look like them to continue to inspire them? So we wanted to start it. And like any program, when you're first starting it, you obviously, where's the money coming from? <laughs> and so upon our research, we stumbled upon Citizens Committee. They, there was a former colleague that was working there, Andre. Uh, we connected with him. They were coming out doing Info sessions and collaborations with local elected officials. So with Senator Comrie, Alicia Hyman, I, Council Member Idenik Miller. So we met with Andre then, had some conversations, invited him to come out to speak to the organizations in our co-working community, because again, we're a network. And then through the info sessions, as I'm hearing him speak, I'm like, huh, this could fit for Youthpreneur. I wonder would they fund Youthpreneur? So we had a conversation. We shot out shot. We applied for the specific program and you know, the rest was history. He was able to put this program together. He was able to get a mil amazing uh, brains, young brains in the room and, you know, was able to meet Liana to, to just, you know, give her whatever we knew when it came to entrepreneurial mindset and help grow and, and support her in her endeavors as well. You know, I know she 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 wanted, probably want to keep it close to her best, her business idea, but she had an amazing, unique business idea and, you know, I, I just see it going far places. So 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So now I have a, a question for Liana. Um, can you describe your experience with the youthpreneur program? Yeah, it was it was an amazing experience. I learned a lot of information there, like financial literacy that I've been implementing to today. I don't remember her name specifically, but there was a woman that you brought in and she was like a financial advisor or something. And she spoke to us about like building credit and how to use our credit and um, like the 50, 20, 30 rule with saving money. And it was just a lot of things that I know I wouldn't have learned otherwise. And I connected, like my mom was saying, when I told her every time that I would come out of like the Zoom meetings, I'd be like, oh, I learned this today. She was like, that's so amazing. I wish I learned that. Because when she first, when she was my age, she was like, I was told that I could max my credit card and then just pay it back. And then I was like, at such a financial disadvantage and having um, that knowledge from this age, I think is really going to be really beneficial for me and already has been. And then also meeting other people who share having an entrepreneurial mindset from such a young age, because me, like all the way from elementary school, I was always selling things in school. I've always loved to have my own businesses and not a lot of other kids. I would see other kids doing it, but it was just so that like they could get the newest sneaker, like get the newest thing. There's nothing wrong with that because, you know, I was working towards a goal, but I think meeting other people who wanted to support like having it be substantial like having your own business that you could not only buy yourself something but also like impact your community and going into the program I definitely went in with like this mindset of oh I'm gonna learn how to benefit myself and how to make more money in my own business and I did come out with that information as well but I also came out with um this new mindset of like, oh, how can I use this business to benefit the people around me as well? And how can I use these new skills and share them with other people who have similar mindsets um, that I do? And also seeing other entrepreneurs um, who were successful. And it was like so inspiring for me, specifically one woman, I think her name was um, Amy Allure and she ran like an art studio. And I love art. I go to art high school and I just I loved it so much and I was so inspired, you know, seeing other people of color doing these amazing things that I dreamed of doing. And it was just a great experience. So, yeah. So this is now a question for um, Dr. Harris. What would you tell organizations that want to follow a similar path, like showing hearts? Like what advice would you give them to apply? What would you tell them? I'd say, who are you? Explain it. (laughs) What are you going to do? Why are you doing it? Like, why is it important to community? When are you going to do it? Where are you going to do it? Think about how it's going to be executed. So keep it simple at first. You know, I'm even learning and describing Citizens NYC that folks don't necessarily get it. And I can use a lot of complex words, but just break it down simply. We put dollars in the hands of people in community so they can make improvements. So great storytelling that gets to the point is vital. And I'd also say, put yourself out there. You got to try. Rejection is not a like a no forever. It's just a not now. And Mr. Tennis, anything you would tell someone that has an idea? Someone that has an idea, once you figure out your plan, once you know how you want to execute it, like put yourself out there, do it right? The more and more that you do it, the more and more that you get uh, exposed to it, or the more and more that you talk about it, you become a lot more comfortable in explaining to people why it matters. 
why it matters to you and you get them to buy into why it should matter to them, right? So, and with groups like Citizens NYC, if you, you know, have a clear understanding of what it is you want to do and you, you know you're going to do it, you're ready to do it regardless, but you just need a little bit of help, reaching out to Citizens NYC will definitely be of great value because they, they again, fund these amazing ideas. They fund these amazing initiatives and you don't have to be a 501c3 you don't have to be a nonprofit. you don't have to have a company per se you don't have to have an llc you just got to be an individual that has an amazing idea and and is about community and how can new yorkers the average new yorker get involved with both citizens nyc and showing hearts i'll go first i love we've been saying citizens nyc just put the dot org after it our application is about to drop within days. So in anticipation of that, like I said, start getting your story together. You can go to our find events portion of our website. We have information sessions that are being hosted by a lot of elected officials from across the city. They're going down um, now until February. Last year, we gave out $1.1 million. We're talking about approximately 400 grants each year. It's like, you got to get at it. You got to sign up and you got to, if you want to follow us on social media, if you want to learn more what we're doing, because they're the little breadcrumbs and the little stories of inspiration that other folks have already done. You can see what Showing Hearts has done, how they showed up when Ida hit and like how they were out there in those streets, making sure folks got what they need. Um, is there anything else that you guys would like to add about the organizations? Anything that I didn't ask about that you guys think I should know? I mean, again, we're, we're showing hearts. We're just really big on, no pun intended, but doing just that, right? Showing our hearts. So, you know, just a, a good good pull again. If anybody is interested in volunteering, uh, Dr. Rasan mentioned earlier, we've been on the ground with our Hurricane Ida relief in Hollis, Queens. So, if you have a drive, if you have a passion, if you have a itch that you just want to volunteer at any point in time, reach out to us. Like Liana said, applying or getting involved in organizations like Citizens NYC or the Showing Hearts Foundation made her realize that she can be both a business owner and entrepreneur and also help her community. But sometimes the most challenging part of getting involved in your community, whether it be volunteering or taking advantage of resources, is simply getting started. That's where we come in. If you want to find ways that you can help fill in the gaps in your neighborhood, visit us at epicenter-nyc.com and become a member today. Also, to learn more about Citizens NYC and the Showing Hearts Foundation, use the links in our show notes. And before we go, if you're a parent or just have questions about getting your child vaccinated, make sure to check out our live stream from last week. It's available on the Epicenter NYC YouTube page, and we've linked to it in our show notes. Here's a quick look at what we talked about. My name is Mitra Kalita. I am the publisher and founder of Epicenter NYC. Tonight, we're joined by Dr. Manan Razak. He is a pediatrician and president of the Woodland Park Pediatrics in Woodland Park, New Jersey. So I just wondered if you could give us the basics. Can you tell us precisely what ages are now eligible for the vaccine and what type of vaccine they will be given? 
Sure. So um, the only one approved right now for kids five and up are, is the uh, Pfizer vaccine. And is it the same dose of Pfizer that, for example, that my 16-year-old got? How, how is this Pfizer for ages 5 to 11 different from the Pfizer we've been talking about all along? You know, it's it's the same vaccine, but the doses is, is actually a third of the of the dose from 12 and up. So the adult or 12 and up dose is 30 micrograms. The 5 through 11, uh, with all the studies they've done, that 10 microgram is shown to have enough efficacy and, of course, safety profile. And how do we know that this vaccine is safe for children? So, you know, what they initially did was they uh, recruited some uh, volunteers for, for these trials and they looked at what dose would be sufficient um, to provide the immune response that was needed. So once, uh, so again, they had the 30 uh, micrograms and they worked their way down to see how low can they go with the dosing to still provide the uh, immunogenicity that w- was necessary. And just because we don't know as much about children and the vaccine. Do you suspect that children will eventually need boosters? And I mean, I don't know if you can look into a crystal ball for us, but what, what does that look like? You know, at, at this point, no, we don't know. Although a, a third dose is recommended for people who are are in high risk. And are some of our kids may be in there depending on what type of therapies they're on and what their high risk conditions are. But right now, probably not. Okay, that's helpful. I was able to take my daughter, who's nine, on Wednesday. So she was a part of this like early group. It was tremendous. It's been more than a week since then, but it now seems like we were among the lucky because Epicenter has started to get calls from parents saying, how do we get this? I, I just I wondered if you could just logistically take us through, okay, everybody believes you, Dr. Razak, it's safe. They should do it. But now what? Again, you can find the full conversation on our YouTube page titled Kids and the COVID-19 Vaccine, colon, Ask a Pediatrician. And if you still have concerns when it comes to getting your child vaccinated, let us know. We're always here to help at hello at epicenter-nyc.com. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. Our intro music is All the Pretty Horses by Karavika. You can find more of their music on their website, linked to in our podcast description.